Okay, so welcome to the Expand and Evolve podcast. I'm your host, Carly Pynchon, and I just got off a live and I was like, okay, wait, this information was so good. I need to record a podcast episode on this because it was so clear, concise, and just really clear in terms of steps in regards to how to start improving your money mindset for one, and then the steps that you can take to start understanding your money mindset, and then how to expand your vision around money and your capacity to have. So a lot of the times what happens is you can be earning money and let's say you go to school, you get a job, you make like $4,000 a month, you're capped, it's in like your trading time for money. And it's in the sense of you work a nine to five, you're making like $4,000 a month. You know that. Like you come home, take home is about $4,000 a month. And so you've gotten used to making however much that is a year. I don't know. Um, $4,000 a month, let's say, right? So that's that's your normal. And that could be seen as like your energetic minimum. Where if I was to tell you now all of a sudden you're getting $8,000 in your bank account every month, your pay doubled, you might be like, whoa, wait, what? And like, you can't even see it. You can't conceptualize it. You wouldn't know how to receive that because you're used to making $4,000 a month. And so this can impact um, what I always say is it's like your capacity to have. So the ability to see yourself earning a certain amount of money. So that's kind of like what that means around energetic minimums, energetic maximums. And really quickly before these ideas leave my head, I wanted to talk on them with you. And I've already done a podcast today and a live, and this is my third one, but I'm like, I don't want to forget this. So if I'm a little bit scatterbrained, I apologize, but I'm going to read off my notes a little bit here and just bring you through this. And so just to stop this for a second, I also feel like the two podcasts I did, if you're super interested in like expanding your money mindset and getting really clear about some of the things I'm going to talk about in this episode, the two episodes, I will link them in the show notes for you. But the ones that I did from the financial intensive I went to this summer, you guys, those exercises could be transformative for you. So go do them. Like if you're wanting to build your business bigger, earn more money, get clear on what type of business you could even make because you're like, I don't even have a business, but I know I want a business, but like, what do I do? Those calls might really help you. Those calls, those podcasts might really help you. Um, so I first just want to say that. Okay. And so first step I'm going to tell you guys to do, if you're new to this, and this is something that I want you to listen to this episode, you guys pause it when you need to write when you're ready. You can listen to this and think on it on the spot. However, some journaling could be really, really powerful. So the first thing I want you to think about and reflect on is how, what was the money situation growing up for you? Like how much money did your parents make? Was money stressful? Did you, were you always waiting for the next paycheck? Like, oh, we can get that, but I need to get paid first. Like it was always reliant on when they were getting paid. And then maybe the day they got paid was super fun and everyone was super happy and you got pizza and you got to go shopping. And then all of a sudden for the next two weeks, it was stressful again and money was stressful. So you started finding like, there's a surplus of money and people are happy. Then when we don't have money, people aren't happy. And it creates this big thing, right? And what I want you to just reflect on is, or did you grow up in poverty? Like, did you grow up where there wasn't a lot of money and you never could have the things that other people were having? Or you woke up on Christmas morning and there was one present and you were expecting a hundred, like because of what you see on TV, just reflecting on what you kind of have seen in regards to money. And then in addition to that, I would say like, what were the things that your parents always said about money? So were they, were they always saying like, there's never enough or that's too expensive. We can't afford that. You know better. We can't afford that. Why would you ask me for that? You know that we don't have money. 
Um, when I have money, I will do this. When I have money, I will do that. Like just, just for a moment, start thinking about what your parents had kind of said around money and the common themes or messaging or beliefs that you grew up around based on what your parents kind of said about money, parents, caregiver, whoever, the people who were around you as a child. Um, that is the first step because what you're going to identify there is probably your internal money story. So you may not even realize it, that you could be making way more money than them right now, way more, but you could be dealing with the same struggles. So you could have tripled, like you may have grown up and been like, I'm never going to be like them. Sorry, I'm like recording on my phone at the same time. So I keep getting distracted for a second. Um, you could be thinking right now, like, I'm never going to be like them. You could have been 5, 10, 15, doesn't matter. And you could have had that decision within you that you're like, I am never going to let this be my life. Because I had that moment where I was like, I do not want this financial stress. I don't want money dictating choices. I don't want money causing um, issues in my relationships. Like, I don't want that. So whatever I do, I'm going to earn money so that I don't live that. And then I also had the belief of from all the different things, and that could be from a bunch of different areas. It's definitely not to do with my parents. But I'm never going to rely on a man. No matter what, I'm going to build my own. I'm going to have my own money. I'm going to do all my own things. And I'm never going to rely on a man to take care of me because like he could cheat on me. Okay. This was like a core belief of mine and nothing wrong with that. Like building your own thing and having your own thing, nothing wrong with that. But do you see the energy that's from? That's out of like thinking that I'm going to get hurt or like something bad is going to happen if I rely on a guy, which I'm like now that I've learned so much about feminine masculine energies, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, no, I want to be in a position where I could rely on a guy and he could provide and he could offer me that, um, but I don't necessarily need it. Do you see that? Because that's also different. When you don't need it, I feel like there's such a different level of appreciation. But anyways, I digress. What I was trying to make clear is that you could have made that decision from a really young age that you were going to live differently. You were going to make more money and you were going to live different. And that could be true. You could be making way more money right now than like your parents ever did. But that internal money story, you still might be living paycheck to paycheck. You still might not have a lot of extra. You still may think things are expensive or that you can't afford things. So do you see how that can impact your um, current money story? Like even though you could be making more and your life could look completely different and you could have the big house that you never had, you could have the nice car that you never had, you could have all these things that you never had, but you could at the baseline still be living the same story just with more money and more things. So this is where it's really valuable to get clear on that because it can be showing up in your life. Even if you were making a million dollars a year and you grew up on $10 a year, like it doesn't really matter the amount of money. Those internal stories could still be contributing to the way you're living right now. So, okay. So in terms of that's the first step. So I, right now, if you have the space, mute me, mute me, pause me (laughs) and just identify your old stories. That is step one. Step two is getting crystal clear around your energetic minimums and maximums around money. And so this is where I kind of already touched on this, but your energetic minimum would be like, no matter what, you could quit your job today and you already know that you would be making somewhere, wherever you went, like you wouldn't be willing to settle for anything less than like $4,000 a month. Let's just use that as a plain figure. Okay. Um, Whereas for your energetic max, it's the number that you cannot physically ever imagine or see for yourself. And then that's where you go, okay, that's my high right now. So your low is going to be the absolute lowest you could imagine. 
And then your high is going to be the absolute highest you could imagine. And so the way that you want to picture this is basically your energetic minimum could be that you make $4,000 a month, but you would be okay with like three. No matter what, you're never going to dip under three. So an example of this could be like the first job you ever had, you were used to making $2,000 a month. And so now you're like big time where you're making $4,000 a month. And so no matter what though, even if you lost that job, you would never settle and you you just wouldn't allow your life to get in a place where you were making under $3,000 a month. Does this make sense? And then your energetic max could be like, maybe you've had bonuses before where you got a couple extra thousand dollars and it bumped your income by like, let's say $500 extra a month. So you have space to receive $4,500 a month, but you don't really have space to receive $7,000 or $8,000 a month because you're like, oh no, no, that seems like too much. I can't even picture it for myself because I'm so in this little box of how I make money right now that I can't see what my life would be like making more because I'm in my box and I make money by the hour and I can't imagine because I don't have time and I don't have space to do anything else because I'm so busy. So I only can make money in this one way. And this is how much money I make. Do you see how limiting that is? Like it's so limited. When I'm like, we have this thing called the internet. I don't know if you've heard of it before. (laughs) I'll be the little internet plug. But the internet is this amazing thing where now you can make money in so many different ways. So to have to just work a typical nine to five job, and I'm not hating on the nine to five because it can teach you a lot. It can be great. You could love it. You could be passionate about it. That's not the problem. The problem is if you're here listening because you want to welcome more money into your space, you need to get out of the box of just seeing yourself as being able to make money trading time for money in an hourly set job. Does this make sense? So you need to be able to start seeing that there's a ton of different ways you can make money now. You could create a course today that's around something that you're super passionate about, that you love, that you may think nobody else finds value in, like gardening, like how you make your sourdough. Like you could create anything, how you make the best coffee. Like you could create an ebook, you could create a course, you could create a website, you could create a YouTube channel. Like there's so many different ways that you could make money. And then not to mention there's different things now where you could do like user-generated content. Like if you're super good at content, you could put together a media kit. You could hire someone to start sending it out and like helping you use you as like their model to create content. Like there's so many different ways that you can make money. So if you're still using that, like you don't have time, there's no other resources. This is all you can make. You're choosing that. You're choosing that life. And it could be because you have a limited like space around money that you can't physically see yourself making more. Or it could be the fact that like you just haven't allowed yourself to leave that box that you've put yourself in to understand that there is other ways that you can make money. You just need to welcome them in and start to create the space to allow yourself to see that for you that you could earn more money. Does this make sense? Yeah. Okay. So your energetic max, and this is where I would test for yourself. I want you guys to figure out what this is for you. So let's say right now you could do the task of just saying like, okay, I hope this is actually recording too. Frick, I didn't test the audio. (laughs) Anyways, um, you could do this by saying like, okay, I make $5,000 a month. I make $10,000 a month. I make $15,000 a month. I make $20,000 a month. And you might need to go by the thousands. Like you may not even be in that space yet. So you might need to say 11,000, 12,000, 13,000. Like whatever you need to do based on your life, you could do this through your current job. You could do it through all income streams that you have, however you want to do this. But starting to get really crystal clear on where does my body go, whoa, I can't see that. That's going to be your energetic max. And what you have to basically do is if as you um, expand your capacity to have and you create more space to welcome more into your life, 
that will shift. So I just want to say where you start is not um, definite and it's not like going to be a thing forever. This is going to change and grow with you as you evolve and grow. It's going to grow and change, but that happens as your vision changes. And so what I was saying on this live is if you are currently living at a state of survival mode, I'm going to record this on my phone too. (laughs) If you're currently living out of a state of survival mode where, hold on, (laughs) where um, you don't have your basic needs met. So you're struggling to pay your rent, pay your mortgage, pay for gas, pay for groceries. You can barely afford to buy new clothes for your kids or food for your kids. Like life is freaking stressful and you do not have enough. You, what I always say is like, you don't, won't necessarily have the ability to have a vision past that. And you might not be able to envision um, holding space or creating something that impacts and is of service to the world because your needs have to be met first. So for a lot of the time, I'm like, sometimes people feel bad, but I'm like, if your basic needs aren't met, like that is your birthright to have food and shelter and not be stressed about money. I need you to understand like that is your birthright. You are not meant to struggle. You are not meant to be like stressing about money every single day of your life. That is not what you're supposed to do. Abundance is your birthright. Like you have the ability to create whatever it is you want to create in this life. You should not be struggling with money. And it could be your reality right now, but you have the power to change it. And I need you to understand that you do. But the first step before you even go beyond that is you need your basic needs met. And so if that means right now you work out the amount of money you need and you're like, okay, I make $4,000 a month. I'm going to keep using the same figures to make this easy. I make $4,000 a month. And in order for me to not feel stressed anymore, I need about an extra $1,000 a month. If I was making $5,000 a month, my life would be way less stressful. My needs would be met. I would feel good. That's like your first step is acknowledging what that amount of money is for you to be able to get really clear on that. And that's that's great. That's helpful. But then that's where you have to be like, okay, is it the more money that I need? And it might be physically. But if you have that extra money, do you have money habits that are always making you not have enough? Does that make sense? So like you could have to start looking like, let's say you find a way to make an extra thousand dollars a month. Great. You're making it, but you're still coming up into the same issues every month. Then you might need to take that step to be like, okay, where am I wasting money every month? And how am I putting myself and self-sabotaging myself to live in this constant state of not enoughness? Because you could be doing it to yourself, right? Like sometimes it's not that you need more money. You're just living in the state of not enoughness and you're going to sabotage everything in your life to put you there every single month because it's the state that you're used to. And this goes way deeper. This could be that you're just used to your nervous system operating in this space. So you don't even know what life is without that. So when you start to have extra, you automatically spend it to put yourself back in this stressed out, chaotic state because your nervous system is used to that. Okay. This goes a lot deeper, but for the sake of this, we're just going to talk energetic men's max. You've understood what yours is. There's an episode I did. Um, I will link it where I talk about the exercise I had to do to realize like, me thinking I need more money, more money, how much more did I really need? And then once I got clear on that number, I was like, oh, I actually don't need that much. Like it was, let's just put for a figure like 3000 extra a month and I could do all the things I was wanting to do. And then when you have that tangible number, you alleviate the stress because it's clear because more money is like one more penny, 10 more pennies. Like how much is more money? Like you need to get really, really clear and trust that whether you believe in God, universe, source, higher power, all of it is the same. It's an energetic force that's greater than you, that is in service to you, that wants to help you, that wants you to win, that wants you to live the best life. And so you have to know, like, you can lean on that. Like, once you get crystal clear, you write it down on paper, surrender it, know that it's coming to you, call it in, whatever you need to do, money affirmations, whatever you need to do to start believing, like, 
money flows easily and effortlessly to me and it's coming and whatever. Okay. I have no water, so I got to hurry up. <clears throat> okay. So getting clear on your energetic men's and max. The third thing I would say is like, what do you actually want? What do you want? Because most of the listeners here are female. If you're not, that's okay too. But as a female, you have a superpower. Hold on. I'm recording on you guys. I'm recording on my phone too, because I want to have clips. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so you have a superpower. It's like one of your feminine superpowers and it's called desire. So when you're in a state of desiring, not out of needing, not out of like the wanting, but out of desire, like try to switch that. Do you see how that even feels like when you're like, I need this? It's so desperate feeling and it doesn't feel like a high vibrational energy. But when you're like, I really desire this type of relationship or I really desire this type of house or I really desire a car that feels like this or clothes that feel like this, like whatever the thing is, it doesn't really matter. Do you feel how different that feels? And I just want to say if you're in a partnership, which most partnerships are going to have polarity of a masculine and feminine role, if you're a female especially and you want to be in your feminine, did you know that being in that state of desire can actually be a superpower that connect you can connect you even deeper with your partner? Because the masculine typically wants to provide. Like that's in their nature to want to, if they're truly in their masculine, they want to provide, they want to protect, they want to serve, they want to honor, they want to give to you. And you need to be in a place to receive it. So if you come from a place of desire and you're able to share that with your partner, like you might actually inspire them to want to go out there and get and create in order to be able to give you these things. So it can actually be a superpower that you can utilize in your partnerships too, not just for wanting and needing, but like, I desire this kind of life and having that vision sometimes can inspire your partner to go out and help create that in order to pull that into their life and it could actually improve your partnership. So I just want to say that too, that don't be afraid to write out your vision and what you want and have clarity around that because it's not being great greedy and it's not being um, selfish. Like this is your life, like go create it how you want to. And, and in this life that we're living, like I believe everything to be 3D, 5D at this point, but this physical reality costs money. And you have to see money as an energetic currency, the same way that you could have a frequency of love move through you or a frequency of like anger or shame or desire or resentment or whatever, like emotions or, or any of it. Like money is the same thing. It's just a currency that's moving through your body that flows through life. And it's not meant to just hold. It's meant to be used in service of self and others. That's all money is. So it's an energetic currency that moves. So you, the same way that you're allowed to have all these other emotions and all of these other frequencies move through you, money's just the same thing. So when you start to see it like that, it doesn't have to be this big, stressful thing. Does that make sense? I'm getting distracted by trying to do too many things at once. So in that, I just wanted to say that like your desire is a feminine superpower. So don't be afraid to use it. And so once you've addressed your energetic minimums, energetic maximums, and you have also addressed like your current story or your money stories that you could have, or like what you grew up and around, grew up around in childhood, then it's now time to like create your vision. And if you need help on this, again, the last podcast I just did from the financial intensive, I think it's episode 13. Um, I will link it, but it goes over how to start addressing, like, what is your vision? What is your purpose? Um, who are you meant to serve? What do you care about? What are your passions to help you create a bigger vision? And like I said, if you only have what you need 
you need to get to a point where you're not in survival mode anymore. That's number one. But then number two is, okay, creating a bigger vision. Because the only way to expand your capacity to have is to expand your vision. If you're like, I'm so happy doing everything I'm doing right now. I love my life the way it is. I don't need anything else. Everything's perfect. Okay, great. Like everything's perfect. You don't need anything else. But you can be like, I'm so grateful for my life and I love it. But also like I'm open to receiving more. I'm open to living in a different house. My kids tell me all the time I need a bigger house and we need a farm and we need all these things. And I'm always like, okay, working on it. But it's helping me expand my vision and my capacity to have. And so every time that I'm like, okay, I achieved this and this is what I've had to do in my business journey or else I wouldn't still be growing is when I hit a goal, I'd be like, okay, now that I've hit this, what is my vision now? How have I expanded it to be able to see more? And then I would go to try to build that thing. And and now my like, what used to be my max is now my minimum. Does that make sense? So as you grow and as you shift, like your old minimums might become, or like your old maximums will become your new minimums. And then you have a vision for more. And this is how you continuously evolve and expand your energetic minimums, maximums around money. Like it's a constantly evolving thing. It's how you build your business. It's how you help other people. It's how you become in service to the world and others. Like you can do a lot of good with money. And we were on this live and someone said like, why do I feel like it's selfish? And I was like, do you have a heart to serve? Because if you do, if you had more money, like most women have a heart to serve. If you really get in there, once your basic needs are met, what else do you need more money for? Yeah, you could have nicer things for you and that's great, but typically you're going to want to use that for the greater good of humanity. You just are. And so it's like, you may not know what that need is yet because your needs are not currently met, but once your needs are met, you'll be able to create that and start to get clear on that based on those things. And that's episode 13. Go listen to it to start asking yourself the questions of like, okay, where, where, like, what are the things that I really truly care about so that I can um, create a vision that holds space for that and then go do that once I have more money? Does this make sense? Okay. So the next thing I want to say when I'm saying get clear on your vision, um, just to end this, is start asking yourself questions. So a really good question I like to ask is, if you keep doing what you're doing, where will you be in five years? And are you okay with that? If you're trying to convince yourself the answer is yes, I want you to go deeper because you should want your life to shift a little. Like you could be really happy with where your life is right now, and that's great. But if you don't want anything to change in five years, I would um, probably bet money on it. <laughs> There's something to do with change. You're afraid of change in some way because if you if you weren't afraid of change, you would have a vision for more. And if you're living in a place right now where you're like, no, but things are really good, then that could also be out of fear that you're afraid things could change and go bad. Does this make sense? So just like bring the self-awareness in to ask yourself those questions. Um, And some questions you could ask yourself on top of that could be like, okay, when you're trying to get clear on your desire, it could be as simple as like, do you like the car you're driving? Yes or no? If not, what kind of car do you wish you were driving? If you had more money, so if money and time wasn't an issue and you didn't have this to limit your thinking would you fly first class? Would you drive a different car? Would you live in a different house? Would you have a different job? Would you have a different partner? Because for some of you, that could be a real thing. 
Um, would you dress yourself differently? Would you dress your kids differently? Would you have different furniture in your house? Would you go on mission trips? Would you travel more? Would you open a school? Would you have a farm? Would you buy local organic food? Would you hire a cleaner? Like, would you go for massages? Would you go start at a Pilates studio? Like, start thinking about yourself, right? Because for a lot of people, that's the position you're in right now is you need to start thinking like, what would more money do for you in your current life? And then when you're able to think about that, you might start to realize like, okay, let's say you picked, you know what? The only things I really want, I would love some new throw pillows and I would love to go to Pilates. I would love to hire a cleaner. Okay. Well, a Pilates membership, like you might be thinking like, I just don't have enough money. I just don't have enough money. But you just identified three things. And all you need for the Pilates studio, you could get like smarter on your spending and it might cost you 200 bucks a month. That's easy. A cleaner might cost you hundred bucks a week. Okay. That's $400 a month. And then a, um, whatever the third thing is that I said, some throw pillows might cost you like 200 bucks for whatever you need. Okay. Well, now you just identified that and that's like four to six, 800 bucks. Okay. So you either need to shift your spending to find the 800 and what you're currently making or create space to have that other $800 come in. Does this make sense? So it's like when you can really get clear instead of just saying like, I need more money, I need more money, or I don't have enough. You can be like, all I need is an extra 800 bucks. Okay. Well, there's lots of different ways I can make $800 and there's lots of ways that I could bring that in. And then that becomes, um, so much easier. I feel like to, it becomes tangible. It's something that you can actually measure and start to, um, do something about. Does this make sense? So just starting small like that. And then the last thing that I will say is understanding that like once you accomplish those things, create the space to expand your vision. Because if you want to have a massive impact and you want to impact a lot of people, you need to be able to expand that vision every time that you achieve something or else you're going to stay limited. You're going to stay stuck. And at this point, I'm just like abundance is your birthright. Like desire, keep desiring things, keep expanding your vision for what you can have. Like desire the absolute greatest for your life. Like you are so worth it. And when you find that worth within yourself, you won't feel bad about that anymore. Cause you'll be like, no, this is my life. Like my one life. Like I want to live it and have the best possible life. And in this 3D reality, it costs money. So like energetically and spiritually, no, but in physical world, yes, you need money for that. So like, don't feel bad about needing money to live the life you desire you are worth it and you deserve it. So three things I'll just say on books, the energy of money is I'm pretty sure what it's called. I can again, link that in the show notes after, um, secrets of the millionaire mind is another great book and rich as F rich as fuck by Amanda Francis is where I learned the concept of energetic minimums and maximums around money. So those three are really great. I will link a couple of things in the show notes. I hope this was helpful, but in order for you to get clear on your money mindset, it's addressing old beliefs and then being able to note them when you see them come up and then rewrite those things. So if you notice that you always would say like, that's too expensive or we can't afford that, shift that language. We're not going to use that language anymore. There's lots of things on Google. You could look up affirmations around money. Um, but you could try to say the same thing of like, it's just not a priority right now. Or like, I don't really value that right now. That's a different way of saying it instead of I can't afford that or that's too expensive. Like you don't want to keep reiterating that you never have enough. Um, you do have enough. You're just choosing to spend it differently. Does that make sense? So like starting to shift those things and then getting crystal clear around the vision of what you want and your desires in life and trusting that even in your partnership, share that because this could actually bring you guys closer together and let, like, I'm realizing this too. Like if you have a man in your life, like let him provide for you. 
let him get inspired by this. If he's not inspired and he's not motivated to move and currently you're having to pick up that slack and kind of take on that role, trust me, I've been there and it can be really tough. However, the best advice I would give you is um, try to encourage him to start listening to the same books you are. So any of these books, he could listen to them too. He could learn about them, helping him expand his vision to know that like, I just feel like as a partnership now with men, men and women, like so much of it is they need to have vision. Yes. But like as women, we want to help them execute that vision. So work in partnership for like what those desires are. Get clear, so clear, like dream about your life together. Um, and then go pursue that vision together and then have him read books too, or listen to books so that you guys can be on the same page and just getting clear around your energetic minimums and maximums to see what your capacity to have is. And then knowing that once you reach that thing and you put it out there that like you're ready to receive that and give it space and time and you truly believe that, that um, you can create space for more. And an exercise that I started doing too was just um, writing down 25 times a day. This is from Danny Morrell's Millionaire Mindset book. But it basically is where you write down 25 times a day to start reiterating this and helping your mind see past what you currently earn is basically where you take what your top earnings were in a year. Let's say you made like $65,000, $100,000, doesn't matter what the number is. And you times it by three and you write it out 25 times. I earn three times the best amount of money you've ever made or more over the next 12 months. And so it starts to shift what you see for yourself in terms of money. And that can help raise what you see and what becomes normal to you. Because you need it to become where you don't think that's a lot of money anymore or else you don't have the space to have it. Does this make sense? Okay. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that was helpful. I've been talking all day. So I'm like, I'm feeling super drained now. This is a lot for me to put out energy, but I needed to say this. And so if I sounded a little like want want near the end, it's because I'm I'm getting I'm getting drained. I need to go eat, eat food and drink something. Um, but I hope that was helpful and I hope it made sense. And there's going to be a live on Instagram if you want to go watch that. And then obviously the two podcasts I was talking about could be really helpful to just like, you know, pull all this together. But thank you for listening. I appreciate you being here. I just want everybody to no longer be living in financial stress and have all the abundance and know that you are so worth it to live the absolute life of your dreams. Doesn't matter what that is. It doesn't even have to be physical things. It could be to have chickens in a backyard. I don't care what it is. You just deserve to not live in financial stress and you're worth it. And um, yeah, I hope that was helpful. Okay, love you guys. See you in the next one. Bye.